Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode. It is the Young Speakers, and we are here to announce big things. We have a live stream coming up, and in that live stream, what are we going to do, Brian? Um, so basically what we're going to do is we're going to sell a lot, not sell, we're giving away Elijah's Xbox. His brand we new We are Xbox. going to give away a new Xbox. Elijah, what is going to be included? I, I, um, an Amazon gift card because I did not agree to the Xbox getting sold. Well, I mean, it's two against one, so you kind of don't really have Yeah, but it's in my house, so you kind of got to come get it. I mean, we know where you live, so that's You do problem. know, you do know, but who said you're getting in? Well, we have our ways. I don't like this. I don't like this at all. If it's it, going to happen. If someone else wins my Xbox, I will give you my address and you can return it back to me because you will be such a gracious. All right, uh, fine, 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 fine. You know what? We're just going to be giving away, giving away an Amazon gift card. Thank you. All right, so Elijah sucks. So we're going to be giving away a $40 Amazon gift card. What? How much? Uh, 40 Four zero. Those are double digits. We can't reach the triple digits because we don't get paid. Forty dollars on whatever you want to spend it on. It can be. You can't buy an Xbox. ESV study Bible. Yeah, you can get a study Bible, or you can be even cooler and get. Is there something cooler than a study Bible? A Brita filter. A Brita is the Brita filter cooler than the Bible? It's kind of. It's kind of. It physically it is cooler ah, than yes. the Bible. Uh, uh, yes, yes. uh, uh, all right, guys. We only speak as officially. I need new hosts. Terrible. All right. Yeah. So the live stream is going to be February 19th on yes. a Friday. We're going to give you more details on the time, but um, we're going to make a post before the, the giveaway so that you can join the giveaway and we're going to announce the winner at the live stream so we're going to record an episode and as well as that at the end of the episode we're going to give away the winner um so like i said we're just letting you guys know 40 dollars amazon gift card straight to you to the winner only one winner um in the future hopefully we can do like 10 but for now just one it'll get um, to you faster than a stimulus check we promise exactly you're gonna get the amazon gift card before you get the stimulus check and if you don't get it before the stimulus check, we have to double the prize. No, I'm just oh, okay, good. I was about to say I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited. Um, we have other things coming in. Um, thank you so much for still supporting us and being patient with us. It's just three young people trying to figure this out. Um, and we just started college. Not yeah. started college. We just started another semester of college. Um, and it's been going pretty good, but, uh, today we're going to be talking about something, something. It's a word mm. and it starts with S Ooh. and then it's a, <sighs> and then it's T Sat. and then it's I Sati. And then it's S A T I S. Satis. And then it's I again. Sa- Wait. No, it's not. <laughs> it's satisfaction, guys. That's satisfaction. Wait, how do you spell satisfaction? So I messed that really bad. Okay. Satisfaction. Mm-hmm. We're going to be talking about this. Um, 
what is satisfaction or actually better um will we ever be satisfied uh i think like i think that's a i think that's a really good question to ask if we will ever be satisfied um and we're going to talk about that so uh, i i was talking to the guys before the episode started that i was reading the book of ecclesiastes and um i told them it was a true story i was like asking god what to read and i opened up my window it was a pretty windy day that day and i put my bible next to the window and literally i'm telling you not the pages ended in ecclesiastes so true story guys it's not true um i wanted to read ecclesiastes and i read it and it was really dope and it pretty much made me realize a deeper meaning of satisfaction and pretty much that we won't be satisfied coming from a rich king that had a lot a lot a lot a lot most Um, people or some people at least think that king was solomon if you know anything about solomon he had the stuff he had the stuff a lot of it and a lot of it and he pretty much i'm not gonna i can't summarize the whole thing but the thing that we're gonna focus on is that the king pretty much mentioned uh that even though he had everything he was still not satisfied a rich king was still not satisfied one important thing to mention is that in these verses he mentions that his wisdom is still intact so he's not a fool that is just an addict to become richer and and then addict to money or anything like that he sustains his life with wisdom and with all of the riches and he still realizes that he's not satisfied now what do you think or why do you think it's one of the reason one of the reasons why uh the king people think king solomon was not satisfied and actually mentioned that everything is pretty much futile or pointless i love that word choice andrew fantastic thank you dude that was so good so good yeah yeah the the hebrew word i learned this because i I did the bible projects study on on the wisdom books which includes ecclesiastes dang big boy christian wow the hebrew the hebrew word is um i think it's pronounced hubble which sounds like the hubble the Hubble Space Telescope, but it's not that. It's not. But what it means in Hebrew is it's like so. So most of our Bibles will translate that word to vanity, which is. Did you guys hear that? Anyway, um, <laughs> most of our Bibles will translate that word to vanity, um, which is close. But the Hebrew word, what it really means is it's vapor, which is such an interesting idea because what the Hebrew uh, scholars which are, or what the Hebrew translation is trying to get at is that all these things you're chasing, all these riches, all these materials, all the relationships, whatever it is you're trying to gain on earth, it's not solid. You can't grab onto it. It has no standing, right? So uh, like water vapor, can I can I grab water vapor? Is If I, no, it's not, I, I can't do it. Um, so I think what Ecclesiastes is always trying to show us is like, um, you're never really gonna be satisfied. And at least not, in the present state of how things are. Um, and the weird thing is that's okay. 
and that's weird that's really really weird because you know it's like why why would that be okay and um we were talking about this before the podcast started and the the short answer is that jesus is our satisfaction um and it's not a satisfaction that's completely fulfilled just yet but the promise of god is that it will be so i'll tee that up yeah i kind of want to Actually, that's a, a, a perfect segue uh, into what I the point that I wanted to bring up. Um, and it's funny because Andrew had he told us what we'd be talking about. He told us the topic of it. And uh, immediately I was drawn to uh, these quotes from uh, such a legend, uh, C.S. Lewis. Um, the goat himself other than Jesus. G-O-A-T. That's how you spell it. Yo, watch, watch Narnia. Watch Narnia. Um but yeah, so these are kind of two quotes that really speak on this subject of uh, satisfaction, but even more specifically, uh, this satisfaction in God, this satisfaction in Jesus. So the first one is joy is the experience of an unsatisfied desire, which is itself more desirable than any other other satisfaction. Uh, so I know, right? It's spin bars. Um, the second one is, on earth, we will never have an experience of joy in God that is not composed mainly of desiring. Um, I thought you were dabbing there, Elijah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so so basically what that, what that says is that there's satisfaction. Like Elijah was saying, we have satisfaction in Christ. We have satisfaction in God. But I don't know that satisfaction is like what 5% of, of, of the promise that Elijah mentioned. Um, so there's satisfaction in wanting Jesus, even if we feel like uh, we have satisfaction of, even if, sorry, if, even if we don't feel like we fully have satisfaction in him, because, you know, let's be honest, we're human. Um, they, there are desires of this world that, uh, are desperately trying to fill our satisfaction. Um, and yes, absolutely, we do get satisfaction from Jesus, 100%. Unlike anything, any other temptation, any other uh, material thing can give us, we 100% do. But even that satisfaction that we have is not the full satisfaction that we are promised. Um, and the one of the scriptures is uh, Psalms 16:11. Uh, it says only in God's immediate presence, his immediate presence, like I'm, I'm looking at God, I'm standing that he's right here with me. Um, only in God's immediate presence, there is fullness of joy at your right hand are ple pleasures forevermore. Um, and it's the, the idea is that in this fallen world, what we have, the experience, the satisfaction of God that we have is just a taste um, but through his promise, and it's that's the hope that we have, that through this promise that that satisfaction is going to be fully and completely filled. Yeah, I um, yeah, I just wanted to jump on that point, because I think the Bible has a lot of stuff like that, right, where it's like, there's a promise, but it's not necessarily fulfilled just yet. Um, when we think about the idea of salvation, salvation is really strange, because it's this idea of like, when you recognize and live in accordance to the idea that Jesus is the Lord of your life, um, we always say you're saved, right? But at the same time, that's a confusing concept because even though I'm saved, the world is still broken and still sinful and the creation isn't restored just yet. 
And the Bible has a lot of stuff like that, where it's like, in this moment, you've made a decision or something has happened, wherein you are satisfied, wherein you are saved, wherein um, the process has begun. Even Jesus himself, when he when he comes to, when he begins his ministry, he's approaching John the Baptist and the congregation that formed around him. He says, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand or is near, depending on your translation and, and which gospel you're reading. Um but there's this idea of like, if the kingdom of God is here, then why is the worldly structure still here? Why is sin still here? Why is why is evil still have reign over the world? Um, and this is sort of the, the 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 tension that Christians always have to live in is we don't necessarily um, have the the fulfillment of all the promises that God has laid out for us, but we trust that God is a God who honors His promises and who's always faithful, whether it's to the children of Israel or to the larger body of Christ. Um, so we don't just trust in how things are. We trust that God is a God who will honor everything he's already said and everything that will be. We trust and we put our faith in the promises that he's laid out for us. Uh, I was just thinking, because it's something that I, I, I realize as well is um, I was talking to the boys that there's some times where you can find moments, momentary satisfaction in some places and you can get caught up. It can, it can even be your wife, your significant other, your job, um, attention, um, whatever whatever anything else uh when you when you go towards those things and you do receive satisfaction you should realize that it doesn't stay there forever once you leave that place or once you leave your wife or or once you spend time alone you realize that you're still not filled with something that you're thinking is empty like you feel you want to be filled and 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 i see this all around social media i see this around people that are rich it's it's like and people have actually said it's like how can these people be upset if they have everything that you would want they have all the property they have all the not all the money, but they have like millions and billions of dollars. And how are they still not happy? And they still get more things and they get more things and more and more. And why are they not satisfied? And you can even say, I would be satisfied if I was in their place. I'm sure of that. But if they're not, what makes you think that you will be? So... Another thing to realize is to know where your focus is on. There's so many things that goes on throughout the day. And sometimes you could put your focus on something that may not technically be bad. Like I mentioned, your wife, your husband, your job, uh, all the other things it, it could be. So... If you have the focus on all of that and you still feel like you're empty or even money, 
you have like a lot of money, you put your focus on that. You still feel empty. You don't feel satisfied. One of the ways that you can feel like you're still not satisfied is because you want more. You don't have to feel empty and like, dang, I, I, it's like, dang, I don't, I don't, I don't feel satisfied. But if you have the eagerness to pursue rich richness or to pursue wealth, that's one way that shows that you're not satisfied with the things that you already have. And I just real quick, I just want to butt in there. I, it, it just hit me like you, you, you're, you're saying how all this stuff is it's fleeting. We want more of it. And once you said that, I just think it's so ironic um, how we are satisfied in Christ. We are satisfied in God. And we know that it's not, we don't have all of it. We don't have as much as we can get. We don't have all of it. So even in the little that we do have, and yes, we are getting more, but not here on this earth, not in this life. It's just, it's just so ironic how I could want all the money in the world, but I'm still going to want more. I can top Elon Musk (laughs) as the world's richest man. And yet I would still want more. But like I said, the the 5% of God that I have, and I know that there's more, I know that I don't have it, but even with that, I am satisfied. I am content. I think that just, that just speaks to the power of having God and having his presence. That's, that's one of the, one of the ways, the first step to acknowledging that Christ is enough for you is when you realize that nothing else will satisfy you. So once you realize that and you're in a place uh, which I honestly would think is a blessing when you're in a place that you're like, what's the point of life? Like, it's good to think about that sometimes. It's like, what, what, what am I supposed to do? You know, I have this and I have that and now I have him or I have her and and I have what I want and I have a nice family but why why do I still feel like it's it's there's just something more I can tell you right here in this podcast I am telling you the thing that you're missing is Jesus that's what you're lacking and go ahead amen Sorry, Andrew, I don't mean to butt in, but I, as, as both you and Brian were talking, I was brought back to um, Matthew 6, 19 through 21. Oh. I think we've talked about this in, in previous um, episodes, but do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal, but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also, right? And and Brian ha- and both of you actually have started... Um, hitting at this, where it's like the thing you're searching for is Jesus himself. And when you have him, you are richer than the richest person on this planet, right? And even if it's just a little taste of him, even if it's just the the, the mustard seed itself, it's enough, right? Um, and when we think about ultimately what, what Christ is calling us to is an eternal view. He's calling us to see things not necessarily just in the temporal uh, that we experience day to day. He's asking us to see things in, in the uh, in the view of eternity, right? And um, sorry, uh, when we, sorry, I, I lost my train of thought, I'm sorry. 
No, that was gonna be so good. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. He'll get it back. No, the no, reason I was back, like, what back. the heck, dude, is because what's the point of everything if it, literally it's gonna rot and it's limited? Like, and 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 on top of that, we're literally trading in something that's, uh, that has its limit and its time to something that's unlimited and timeless what sounds better but that's the thing we want that thing because we can get it right now and we do this every single day we 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 uh we give up our time with jesus we give up our time of prayer whether it be because i want to have my own free time because I had a hard week to this week. It was a lot of a lot of a lot of time with my family, uh, work. It was a lot. I gotta like I I got stressed. I gotta calm down. I'm I need my own time. You know, um, things like that can happen. But everything that we're doing and and it's 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 so like uh, it's it's crazy because when we understand this, we have to remind ourselves every day. Because um, another thing that Ecclesiastes mentions is that at the end of the day, there is one thing that you cannot escape. The wise and the fool, they cannot escape death. You're going to die. No matter if you have a million dollars or you have that 50, $55 million ticket to Mars to survive or something like that. I don't know what they want to do. No matter if you have every single thing, I promise you you're going to die. Okay? Because there's no money on this earth that is going to make you live here eternally. So, it is pointless to want to seek riches more and more and more if you know that it's limited because you are going to lose it all one day. Um, and that's really important to think about because uh, he was also, the king was also mentioning in Ecclesiastes. He was like, what's the point if a wise man has everything, but it has the same destination of a fool? I think moral uh, of the story is uh, go on your Robin Hood app uh take out your funds that are in this world and then invest in uh just look up um koh uh, kingdom of heaven and then you just put money in put money in that stock um it's it's guaranteed it'll you're, you'll make profit ultimate returns you know why because the return is christ himself can i get it? yo don't make don't oh make me pull up my button gosh, you guys are so Oh my gosh. Anyway, um, yes, invest on uh, KOH. Um, that's actually a good we'll merch idea. Whoever you are. If someone um, steals but, it, we will find them. I want all the royalties. I want all of them. So I can invest in KOH. Yeah, to suck. Oh my god. Anyway, um, yeah. Again, I have the dumb counter on my on top of my computer because I am poor. I'm not poor. I'm broke to pay for the $15 a month. Um, but that's what, we, we, that's what we wanted to bring to you. Um, 
it's really important to think about that um, because it does make you realize that it this is all really pointless and what really does make sense is wanting to seek the kingdom of heaven and um, wanting to be a disciple of Christ on this earth um, because before you become uh, before you reach the kingdom of heaven and God up there um, you have a job to do um, which is to touch the lives of others with the love that is produced from the kingdom of heaven um, so do that do that do that and um, please uh, check us out on our Facebook page We're Young and We Speak we're going to have a really nice live stream February 19th um, celebrating and having the giveaway we'll give you more on, uh, more details on our Instagram the at the Young Speakers and uh, we're excited to announce other things as well and thank you so much thank you Elijah my pleasure thank, thank you Brian appreciate your time cling to Jesus he's enough He's more than enough. E-N-U-F-F. Okay. Peace.